Well, that was certainly ugly. The Sixers get absolutely annihilated on the road by the Cavs, 113-85. to Did the Sixers team get exposed, or was it simply just one of those nights? Let's break it all down. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB. You know the drill. Hit the like button, subscribe to the show. Be sure to ring the bell so you don't miss any of the content. We were live for this game, and I just got done listening to Doc Rivers' press conference. And for once, I got to say, most of what he said, I agreed with completely. He said, this is just one of those games you kind of lift it up, throw it away, and, and move on to the next one. There's not really much to take away from this one. Uh, especially with how this Sixers team has been playing. This is definitely disappointing to come out here against this team uh, and have an embarrassing performance, but it feels like it's one of those games that just happened right now. The one thing I didn't agree with Doc Rivers is when he said, um, you know, this is a scheduled loss. I don't think this is a scheduled loss. I think it's just simply one of those games that every team has on the calendar where they come out and nothing goes right and nothing, nothing, nothing went right in this game for the Sixers. And I'm going to tell you why I think that and why I think there are people that are already overreacting about this loss. But before we get into it and break it all down, shout out to the sponsor of today's show. Manscaped is the leading provider of below the waist men's grooming products. They're doing a complete big holiday deal sale right now on manscaped.com. Go over there, check it all out. Everything's 20% off and free shipping. You can check out their Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 which is the one-stop shop for all of their top-tier items. They have everything included from the performance package, which is a bestseller, plus their body wash, their two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, and their deodorant. We all know that those Christmas parties, all the holiday things are coming up soon, and we want to make sure our hygiene is intact in case you meet a nice little lady under the mistletoe, right? So be sure to stay on top of your hygiene needs. Let Manscaped help you out. My personal favorite from the performance and platinum package is the lawnmower 4.0. It is the best trimmer I've ever used. It has a uh, cutting edge ceramic blade skin safe technology, and it even has a flashlight on the device to help you avoid nicking the jewels and to keep the sack safe. Just like Santa Claus would expect Manscaped has you covered with all these items. Click the link in the description. Check out manscaped.com. Use promo code Philly take for 20% off and free shipping all holiday season long. This game was ugly, man. This game was brutal. It was tough to watch. I mean, most people, I would say third quarter getting into the fourth, probably tapped out. They probably tapped out of this game. It was just a brutal watch. Um, And it comes at a time where you're kind of surprised with how the Sixers team has been playing. They had a big game the other night against the Atlanta Hawks, who are a decent team. You know, obviously we played some of the teams during this stretch uh, when we won seven out of nine that, you know, really weren't that good like the Orlando Magic, but um, you probably expected the Sixers to come out with more tonight, but overall, they just didn't have it. And I don't know if I've seen many more games like this to this extent. Talk about an imbalance in a game where literally everything goes wrong for one team and everything goes right for the other. I'm just going to spew a few stats at you to try to help build the context around how lopsided this game was, okay? Uh, and and some of these I have memorized. Some are here. Rich Hoffman tweeted this out during the game. This was midway through, I think, the third quarter. He said 74% to 35% shooting is about as nasty as you will ever see in an NBA game. And he also tweeted this out. The Sixers surrendered 16 of 17 shooting in the second quarter to Cleveland. 
some bad defense, particularly in transition, but also incredible shot making. Uh, Here's a couple stats that I remember and will remember from this game. Number one, the Sixers gave up 44 points in the second quarter. They gave up, like Rich said, 16 of 17 from the field. The Cavs only missed one shot from the field in the second quarter and had 44 points. You want to know how crazy that is? The Sixers didn't even hit 60 points until three minutes to go in the third quarter. So the Cavs put up as many points in the fourth quarter as the Sixers almost had all game, almost up until the fourth quarter. That's one thing. The other thing, midway through the third quarter, and we were streaming this game. You know, we go live for every game. We, we break it all down in real time. The Cleveland Cavaliers were shooting 74% from three midway through the third quarter. So let me ask you this. How many games are you going to find a team that shoots 74% from three for most of the game? The answer is not many. And I personally think that everything was just going right. I mean, the defense for me didn't even seem so bad. Now, there were points in this game where, you know, Joel let a guy go right by him and lay it up. Or, you know, there was a wide open corner three. But for the most part, I thought DeAnthony Melton, even Matisse Thibel got some minutes in there. Uh, Joel, for some of the game, I thought guys were actually staying in front of their men and kind of forcing some of these contested shots. Um, Like I said, not all of them, but the Cavs just were not missing. It's literally one of those games. Every team has a game like this throughout the NBA season where the opponent just doesn't miss. And for the Sixers, what made it even worse and even more lopsided is that they could not hit a shot. All right. I mean, we could go down the stats. We could look at it. Um, You know, Joel Embiid, six for 16. I don't want to take away credit from the Cavaliers because this is a good team. The Sixers had beat them four times in a row coming into this. We beat them twice in the preseason. So essentially six times in a row. And we swept them last year and the the Cavs were looking for some revenge. They were fresh this game. The Sixers have played like eight games in 10 days or whatever. So I don't want to let this recent Sixers stretch, what we've been able to do, turn the corner, take away from this game. Uh, But the, the Cavs were a lot more ready for this game than we were. Joel Embiid was six for 16. The Cavs did a great job doubling him right out of the shoot. That was the game plan. The Cavs said, we're going to double and triple team Joel, and we're going to make other players beat us. Now, they didn't have Jared Allen. They didn't have Kevin Love tonight, just like the Sixers obviously don't have Harden and Maxie. So they were shorthanded too, but the way that they were playing defense, they were pushing out on our perimeter shooters. They were pushing out on our ball handlers. This was the first time in some time that I saw Shake Milton look uncomfortable like this early in a game. I mean, they were applying pressure to him, DeAnthony Melton. We couldn't even move the ball around. And for the first half, the game plan, like I said, it, it was very impressive to watch how they put so much pressure on Joel Embiid. And I do think teams, other teams, can take what they did and try to kind of apply some of it going forward in the future. Like, I think this would be a great matchup in the playoffs. But if we play somebody else, they can kind of look at what the Cavs did Here's the difference, though. You're going to have James Harden, Tyrese Max, the other guys like that. So you're not going to be able to stay with it as long as they did. The reason they were able to stay with it for, what, a quarter and a half, two quarters, was because the Sixers could not do anything right. I'm talking about five-foot jumpers that Joel Embiid was missing that he doesn't normally miss. Shake Milne had a couple open shots. Finally, he missed those. The Anthony Melton missed a couple shots. Nothing could fall. Niang missed a couple. I mean, really, it was just one of those games Uh, And I, I, you know, I'm not really too overly mad about it. Now, if the Sixers come out Friday against Memphis, which is now a very big game, and if we, you know, can come out and be competitive, I'm happy. But if we were to come out and be flat again, like we were tonight, then you start to question. And then I think it's fair to say, well, 
you know, you win seven out of nine and then you look this flat for a couple games. But after this, I can't attribute this to, you know, a soft mentality or guys not trying. I don't really think it was that. There were points in this game where I thought Joel could have been more aggressive. He finally started to get aggressive in that third quarter, but it was a little bit too late. I, I can't say for the entire game, though, that these guys didn't try. It just they didn't look to be in the right position mentally like they didn't look like they were there. In fact, Joel Embiid early in this game came out and, you know, there was an angle of him when he went to the bench the first time. It it almost looked like he was like not feeling well. Tobias Harris had an illness. It almost looked like Joel was not feeling well. And then obviously early on, he wasn't getting the whistle. Him and the female ref got into it. They were kind of barking at each other. Then she ends up giving him a technical. So he was just out of it early on in this game. And I'm not trying to make excuses. This game was very poor. It was very sloppy. I just think it's one of those games, one of those nights, and I can't be overly mad about it. Uh, If you want a bright spot from this game, there's not many. However, P.J. Tucker hit a couple threes. Matisse Thibel hit a nice-looking three, even though later on in the game he had a fast-break layup and missed it. Um, Those are really the positives. And Paul Reed, I thought, came off the bench and had a pretty good spark for this team. He looked to rebound after the last game. I mean, Darius Garland played great tonight. Usually we have kept him in check for the most part when we have played him Mitchell wasn't even taking a lot of shots he was just deferring to Darius Garland as you can see Mitchell with 18 Garland with 21 Mobley with 16 Lavert at 22 off the bench and I thought for a decent time we were putting hands in these guys faces but they were just hitting everything I mean there was nothing we could really do tonight um the Sixers did get out rebounded and like I said the Sixers at one point were shooting 17 percent from deep meanwhile the Cavs were shooting 70 plus percent There's not many games you're going to win with those numbers. Overall, I think the Sixers just need to bounce back against Memphis. Memphis has been banged up a little bit. I think they're 12-9 and as well. They're uh, possibly going to be on a three-game win streak. They're playing tonight. Um, So they're coming in, starting to catch their groove a little bit as well. And uh, it would be great for the Sixers to kind of bounce back and get a good win against Memphis. That's definitely a team I think we can beat. But similar to the Cavs, Like I said, I give the Cavs a lot of credit for putting pressure on our ball handlers and shooters. They can take that formula and try to replicate it because when you look at John Morant and Dylan Brooks and guys like that, the Grizzlies can kind of do a similar thing. So I think the Sixers ball handlers shake, you know, they they need to stay confident. They need to stay going and make sure they get their touches. It felt like at one point in this game, we're down, what, 33? And it's almost like Doc's like, eh, we'll get through. Let's just get through. Do what you have to do. I mean, we're seeing Daniel House run and run pick and rolls and take floaters. Same with Niang. It was over at that point. There was no coming back. You came out of the half flat. Cavs hit three threes, and they were just taking off on the ride. There was nothing we could do. Uh, but going up against this Memphis team, we're going to see similar to the same kind of pressure. It B's got to get going early. He was trying to trust his teammates, but at one point, it's got to kick in. He has to say, I am Joel Embiid. I cannot be stopped. I need to bounce back. So that's kind of where I'm at. Very, very ugly game tonight. One you just got to, in my opinion, check off and move on to the next one. But we can't see the same kind of effort and the same kind of play on Friday night or else we're then going to have to ask those questions. That's just how I feel about it. And uh, I think some people are overreacting about one game. But give me your thoughts down below in the comment section. What did you see tonight? Are you concerned at all after this game Give me all your thoughts. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one. Peace.